It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer, Ben Mahich, and myself, Anthony Cittadino. Where are your hosts and you are now Lockdown Wizards. Go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast and the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. Ben and I will be discussing the Wizards' latest loss to the Los Angeles Clippers, a trade rumor involving Kristaps Porzingis, the second half of the season coming up, and a potential debate at the end of the show. But first, Ben and I would love to thank you guys for listening whenever you may be making this podcast part of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, spending time with us. Ben, let's jump right into it, man. The Wizards sadly end their five-game win streak with a loss to the Los Angeles Clippers Tuesday night, which puts them at 11-18. and 18. Ben, they lost 135 to 116. We saw a lot of great takeaways from what what the Wizards, you know, showed. The, the the Clippers, though, they're obviously the superior team, a contending team in this league. Ben, how are you, and what were your takeaways from uh from this latest loss? Doing good, Anthony. Thanks for asking, man. It was kind of to be expected. Like five wins in a row. I was their biggest win streak since 2018. The team finally started to look cohesive. They played with good chemistry. They looked like a team that actually enjoyed playing with each other for really the first time all year. And they looked like a team that can compete for a playoff spot. So all good things there. There's really no shame in losing to the Clippers. Like you said, two of the best two-way players in the NBA and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they were really getting anything they wanted as they do on most nights. And look, the Wizards hole at the wing spot really showed here. They don't really have a veteran wing player that can really defend a Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. And honestly, I'm not sure there are many players in the league that can do that. So when you're stuck in that situation, having played so many games and, and, and so many nights as the Wizards have been lately, uh, there's really no shame in losing to the Clippers here. So this is one that they just kind of have to let go, focus on the next game, uh, hopefully win that one and keep racking these wins up. Because And we'll get into it a little bit later, just a few wins out of a playoff spot. But Anthony, something that I thought was even more intriguing than this Clippers loss, to me, 
is the fact that Washington's still in the rumor mill, apparently, now connected to one of your favorite players, Chris Tom's Porzingis. There's a rumor that suggested that the Wizards are monitoring his situation in Dallas. He's been up and down this year. His defense has been questioned. The Wizards obviously have been struggling defensively all year. But, Anthony, I, I have a feeling we'll disagree a little bit here, too. I don't want this show to be an entire debate or disagreement but just the topics just align themselves with that but anthony i want to get your take are you buying this kp to dc rumor or what i am definitely not buying it i i really don't think there's anything coming from this i don't know why dallas would want to move him right now anyways what what why, why do you think he's where, where do you think his market value is right now it's as low as it's ever been there's i mean no right that's what i'm saying so if if the Wizards were going to entertain this, what packager is in your mind? Because obviously Brad's off the table. And that's the only asset that the world has been talking about the Wizards trading away. So Brad's off the table for this one. Who would be like really in, involved in the trade here? I mean, Davis Bertans, our beloved Troy Brown, Ish Smith, maybe a future first-round pick, protected pick or something like that. But that even still, like, why would why would Dallas want to do that? Przingis is head and shoulders better than any other players we mentioned. Uh, the first round pick, if it's protected, it may never convey. Who knows what happens there? But yeah. I want to ask you this, Anthony. This is where we might disagree. Do you even want Przingis? If you can get him for that, do you want him? To give away Davis Bertans, Troy Brown Jr., maybe a what you said, Jerome Robinson, and then and then whatever a, a slew of just just the guys. Yeah, I, I don't know. Right now, his defense isn't is questionable. Uh, last year it wasn't, but with the Wizards' struggles um, defensively, that is um, that would definitely be um, not a good look right now. Especially if Porzingis continues to play as consistent as inconsistent as he has played all year. Davis Bertans also has has been very inconsistent too. So Ben, I don't know how this would really benefit either team right now uh and i don't know why dallas would ever want to give up this early on i mean i, I know porzingis is not as young as luca but you know i think they still need to give him some time don't you think with that young core yeah i mean look when they made that trade and obviously still if porzingis can stay healthy and that's always been the key with him they got two of the best young players in the world on their team when they're healthy like kp and luca that duo, that's a championship duo in two, three years. There's no doubt. Like, you could build a dynasty on those players. But that's the question here, Anthony. Like, man, even if you can give up Bertans, Ish Smith, all these guys and get Persing, I'm not even sure I want it. And here's why. The Knicks lost that trade when they gave up Kristaps Porzingis. There's no doubt. But the gap between the loss and the win wasn't that huge in hindsight. Why? Because Porzingis got paid. He's going to get paid 40 mil, almost 40 mil in the year 2023 slash 2024 season. He's going to be 28 years old then. He's coming off a meniscus injury. His knees are jacked up. He can't stay healthy. Through no fault of his own, he's just totally injury prone. If you're the Wizards, you're cap yourself out every single year. When was the last time the Wizards have cap space going into a free agency? 2016 when they whiffed on Kevin Durant when he wouldn't even give him a text back. Right? Mm -hmm. Can we please enter an offseason with some, with some cap space? Can we do something creative as opposed to slinging at injured players all the time? When does that work out? When do you give up significant pieces for whatever we want to say about Davis Bertans? If you put Davis Bertans on a contending team, he makes a difference. Absolutely. And, he, and you're giving up first-round picks, I imagine. At what point are they going to stop doing this? 
commit to their young players, the Brui, Hachimura of the world, the Denny Avdias of the world, keep your picks and rebuild properly as opposed to throwing all your assets into this injured player. And they do this right. fairly regularly. And it never works out for any team, really. So I'm out on this trade. And I'm sure Dallas wouldn't want to do it. And I'm not even sure the Wizards. Actually, I'm sure the Wizards would because of star power. Russ, KP, Beal, that's fun on paper. But guess what? In reality, um, you're probably not even winning the championship with that three. No, tell you the truth. I'm I'm on the same page with you, Ben. I If I was the Wizards front office, if I were in Dallas front office, I'm saying no to this trade both ways. Yeah, I don't like it for – I yeah, I don't like it for either side. This, it, it does not make any sense whatsoever. So, yeah. Um, let KP, you know, hopefully pan out there. Hopefully he he is – um he's not riddled with injuries. Hopefully he's able to play at that, that pace we saw last year. Those flashes, him and Luca were able to, to, to show us uh, what they were able to do together. Absolutely unbelievable. That is the best young duo growing in the league. Um, and, and Mark Cuban's not going to mess that up right now. No, no way. I just, I wonder if Dallas is looking at him like, oh man, they're having buyer's remorse. Like they signed him to this huge contract. He's coming off another knee surgery and he's looking slower than he once did. And I think it's taking him time to recover from that as it would. I mean, he's, people forget just because he's smooth and he has this guard-like skill, the guy's seven foot three. He's going to take a player like that some time to recover. Uh, maybe they need to be more patient with him. But I, I, like you said, the market isn't isn't that high for Przingis. I don't think there's many buyers. And really, I don't think Dallas should be selling at this point anyway. So Washington, it won't happen. If it does, I won't be too surprised because this is the sort of trade that teams like Washington make. Honestly, I can't even fault them that much just because, you know, the chances of landing a big-time free agent are pretty, pretty low. So maybe you swing for the fences. But I'd love at some point for them to just do a proper rebuild Commit to Denny, commit to Rui, commit to your picks and see what you got there as opposed to just winging it every year. Yeah, right, Ben. I don't, I'm not in on this, this trade uh, rumor whatsoever. And guys, we'll get into more of that and really more of the second half of the season ahead with the All-Star break coming up. But before we get into all that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college hoops, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. We're covering everything you need to know about the Washington Wizards. 
But what about the rest of sports? Now, the Lockdown Podcast Network has you covered there as well with the Lockdown Today podcast. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Go subscribe to the Lockdown Today podcast wherever you may get podcasts. Ben, the first half of the season is coming to an end with the All-Star break right around the corner, but the NBA release the second half schedule and as expected the wizards are playing more second half games than most teams obviously because of you know they got to catch up after all the games that were postponed due to covid um 18 of the remaining 43 games will be back to backs ben with what we've seen this year with russell westbrook and how they've played russ actually the past couple back to or they did play in one back to back um how should the Wizards really approach this um, moving forward? Are, are we going to see a lot of Russ playing these back-to-backs? Are we going to see him uh, consistently play, or, or are we going to see Scott kind of sit him for the rest of the season like well, that? I don't know, Anthony. You tell me. I heard through the grapevine that you think Scott Brooks is the man for the job. So if he's the man for the job, Anthony, I think he's got to be a little bit more creative here. I, I think um, if for oh, yeah. 18, 18 oh, yeah. back-to-backs is a tough tough schedule to overcome even if they were at a stacked roster i mean you have to figure out ways to lessen the load on these players players like russell westbrook he's 32 years old he's obviously dealt with the squad injury and also let, let's not let, we, we'd be remiss not to mention how many minutes bradley beal is playing i mean he's, he's amongst the league leaders in minutes per game every single year he's carrying the team often alone you got to make sure he doesn't hurt himself. And just all in all, there's all, all these logistical issues to figure out. But Scott Brooks has to get more creative here. I know he has an aversion to playing Troy Brown. He has an aversion to playing Denny Avdia and some of the other guys on the bench, even a Jerome Robinson. And and honestly, even Anthony Gill. I mean, with Bertans out, he's he's been dealing with this knee injury. Scott Brooks has to figure out a way to mesh some of these other guys in because you can't play your regular starting five and your regular three, four guys off the bench 30 plus minutes every night on 18 games of back-to-backs. That's a recipe for disaster. The Wizards know that better than most teams, given how many injuries they've dealt with this year, the COVID setback and whatnot. I would like to them, Anthony, get your take on this. Maybe even look for a free agent. I mean, they got they got some disabled players exceptions after, after Thomas Robinson went down. Yeah, I would love for the Wizards to maybe even dabble with the free agent market. I, I know they have the disabled players exception that they've yet to use. A guy I really like, Anthony, maybe get your take on this. Glenn Robinson III, the Kings just waved him. He's a good defensive presence. He can knock down the three, a 3 and D type player, 90% three, uh, free throw shooter this season. So he's a good shooter. Honestly, he's the type of guy where for, for a Wizards team that lacks wing depth, you throw him in, he might even be a starter on day one because that's how, that's how much depth they lack uh, at the wing spot. So maybe dabble, sign a free agent, but all in all, at the end of the day, even if they don't do that, your coach of the year, Scott Brooks, has to figure this out in, in terms of Ooh. flexibility and getting a little bit more creative. So you heard from the grapevine. Looks like Ben tuned in to Lockdown Wizards, folks. Yes, I said it. Scott Brooks is the man for the job. And you just I've... lost all your followers on Go ahead. everywhere. You might have, Your girlfriend I... might have even just broken up with you hearing yeah, that. She, I, I think she did. She's already packing her bags. <laughs> Everyone out there, I mean, might might be cursing me, but no. I th- I mean my prediction I I'm still I'm still um holding close Scott Brooks is going to be extended by the, you know at, at some what? point this season What did you say? No yeah so Scott Scott Brooks he's done a great job up you know up to this far I I think everyone really uh you know strung him up to the cross um really really early in the season um he's gone on a bit of a win streak here yeah one 
loss to the Clippers, um, which snapped it. But Ben, I think he is the man for the job. I said it last show. You were not here. I told all the, you know, everyone who was listening that you would chastise me when, when you had the chance. Maybe that's to. why I wasn't but, here. Yeah. Maybe hey, that's why I wasn't hey, there. Maybe right? it wasn't, but, but guys, <laughs> he's doing a great job in my mind for what he has to work with. And yes, my prediction from early in the season that he will be, that when I said he will be extended, I still, I, I, I hold to that. All right. So I, why, I hold, why? I why hold do you think to he's going to get an extension. Genuinely, you think they're going to make, all right, we'll get to this. This may be oh. a good segue. Do you think he'll get the extension because they'll make the playoffs? Maybe, maybe we should go to the ad break before it gets heated. All right, all right. All right guys, we'll be right back before these, before these messages, as they say. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Tomorrow on Lockdown NBA, join Anthony Irwin of Lockdown Lakers and Adam Mayers of Lockdown Nuggets for a wrap-up of the biggest stories around the league. Anthony and Adam bring you game recaps, weekend previews, and a weekly NBA power ranking you can't miss. Subscribe to the Lockdown NBA podcast wherever you get podcasts. All right, so I'm just going to bring us right back to where we left off. I think, Anthony, I, I just I want to ask you, why do you think Scott Brooks is going to get this extension? Do you think they're going to make the playoffs after looking at the schedule? 18 back-to-back. Schedule's getting tougher. you got winning teams coming to D.C. It's going to get harder. It's not going to get any easier from here. Why do you think he's going to get this extension? Is it because the Wizards are going to make the playoffs? Lockdown Wizards listeners, it sounds like Ben is throwing the playoffs out completely when the Wizards are two and a half out. I'm not throwing it out. I'm asking you, do you think they're going to make the playoffs? I think there is a damn good chance of them making the playoffs. There's, there's, anything could happen. They are two and a half games out of a playoff spot right now. It's the East. <sighs> and anything could happen. And if they go on a few more of those runs throughout the season, which you think is not possible, are you going to sit there really and tell all these people at home trying to have no, a good possible. Friday that this is not possible? I think you're ruining their Friday by saying it is. Do you want them to make the playoffs? Ben, don't. Don't get people going. Don't do you don't, want an eight seed to get, don't, to get don't get me going, crushed please. by your favorite player, Giannis. Listen, who's gonna benefit from, from that? Why? You read so so you're saying them making the playoffs as an eight seed is a waste of time, completely waste of time. No, I don't think it's a complete waste of time. I'm saying the upside is way less for them to make the playoffs through a play-in spot, which is Honestly, I love the idea of a playing spot, but when you're a team like Washington, the playing spot is purgatory to the max. And what are you doing with that playing spot? You make the eighth seed, you get crushed in the first round, the gentleman's sweep, maybe five games. Then you go home pack and you played five extra games and you lost your lottery pick. So what's the upside there? I'm not saying I don't want to make the playoffs. And that's totally fine. Yes. The eighth seed usually loses to the one seed. That's, I mean, obviously that I really can't remember the last time. What what, was it really 99 when the Knicks won? I mean, I I really hope not. I mean, maybe maybe this someone else has won. um, I feel like Memphis, didn't Memphis beat San Antonio in like the 2011 or something like that? You're probably right. I, I, I just have an awful memory, but you're right. I mean, that just that's the way how it works. The one seed usually wins, but 
for this team to thrive? I mean, what what else are they fighting for? Them in the locker room right now. We, we can talk about everything for we sure. want to, like, yeah. right now. Like, them as a team, them as a whole, they're fighting. You know, they're taking one game at a time, and they're fighting for the playoffs. No matter what seed they get, if they get the eighth seed, they're going to play like they probably – that like, the, like they're the one seed. And they'd be I, a tough hold, seed. I think yeah. they'd be a tough eighth seed having two star caliber players and and uh, and and some contributing role guys and Rui and Denny and and Garrison Matthews and they've Bertans shown and... they've shown great flashes that they That's can play like competent defense though. Ben, the past ten games they have played much better defense. That's true. Uh, as opposed to really the first what like 15, 17 games and and what we saw, we were really asking the question for everyone: can can they change? the season around can't we, we were asking that throughout their entire losing streak. Can they change the season around with what they have at hand defensively? What, what is going to, you know, um, propel them to really like, like swing their, you know, their inconsistencies like on the defensive end. And we've seen them change it. We've seen the intensity change. We've seen like really their energy change and um, it's changed for the better, man. I, I really do think if they can, get into some sort of rhythm, just like we've seen them, you know, get in this rhythm the, the past week and a half. I, I don't think they'd have any issue going on a handful of runs and um, becoming would, close to a 500 team. And in the East, yeah, that's playoffs. You're right. You're, you're yeah. right. And I think in, in, I think I'm wrong in the sense that I'm assuming they'd be just an eighth seed if they were to make a, a couple more pushes because they're only like three games back of the fourth seed. Which is insane. Like three, Absolutely. four games back of home court. So anything can happen. If they I can mean, sweep. And the all-star game in. is so, so early this year. So that's why yeah. it seems like the season's kind of like halfway done, but it's not. There's so yeah. much more. There's so much more. So we just got to wait and see. And I think that Scott Brooks, he deserves, he deserves the whole season. I think oh, he'll right get that. Now, he'll get that. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. He'll get the whole season. Then. So, so if he gets the whole season, then I, I mean, I don't think they'll make the playoffs though, but, but okay. So you, so are you saying, are they a bubble team? Are they not going to make the playoffs whatsoever? Are they going to be like, just way out? I'm I'm looking at these teams. Like it's hard to find a team you take out for them. Like Philly's a lock. Brooklyn's a lock. Milwaukee's a lock. um, Indiana's a borderline lock. And then Toronto's been playing good ball lately. Chicago's been playing good ball. Charlotte's been playing good. And then you got Miami, who's bound to turn it around. Boston, who's been struggling. I'd say they probably a decent chance to turn it around. And then you got teams like the Knicks and the Hawks, who've been better this year. They're, the Wizards are better than the Magic, but I don't know, man. I don't I don't think they're I – don't, I don't know. I don't think they make the playoffs this year. There's just so – look, through no fault of their own. I don't know, they, man. It's, they, it's still really early. And look at Chicago, Charlotte, and Miami's really struggled. But like you never know what's going to happen in teams like Toronto, Charlotte, and yeah, Chicago. I, I, I they could think... fall out easy. And really, I mean, Indiana, Indiana has really struggled. I mean, being five hundred right now at the four spot, that, that that means it's easily you can lose it easy. So no doubt. I mean, there's really three. You got three good records in the East. Yeah. Everyone else, it's this is the worst and clawing. conference in NBA basketball that I've remembered in years. <laughs> I mean, you can you can go below five hundred and potentially get home court advantage. Right, not like that's soft. insane. So obviously the Wizards have, still have a chance to make it, especially if they're one of those play-in teams, because the competition from after the third seed is pretty moot. 
like Indiana is not that much better than Washington, and the record is indicative of that. Toronto, Chicago, Charlotte, those teams aren't even better than Washington. The record just is what it is. Washington got dealt yeah, with right. a bad hand. If but... I ask you right now, who's the better team, Washington Wizards or the, the Chicago Bulls? Yeah, I think Washington's probably better. Washington's probably better. But if they're healthy and they're playing at the way, at the level that they have shown lately, I think they're better. But all right, now how about the New York Knicks? I, I, that's the thing. Like, I, I guess they're better, but like the difference between the Knicks, Wizards, and Bulls, there almost isn't one. Like they're all kind of bad. And the Wizards have higher upsides than all these players because they have Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, so they have higher upside than the Knicks and the, and the Bulls and the Raptors and the Pacers and yada, yada. But like, I've yet to really see besides the streak, if they can continue that, obviously there's no doubt they'll be in that um, conversation, but, but really moving forward though, seeing what Russ has done the past couple, like two, three games, seeing yeah, no doubt. hearing what he has said too about his injury and, and about playing on one leg, and now I'm able to jump. Now I'm able to do these things. And we're seeing him take more, like less and less three-point shots, less and less mid-range jumper jumpers, and we're seeing him turn the ball over less. So now, Ben, moving forward, coming close to this break, he's he's going to get some time off there too during All-Star break. Obviously, he's not an All-Star um, the first time since, I think, 2014. Yeah. It was, um, which... Uh, I voted for him. Um, would love to have him, uh, you know. There, I think he definitely would have been an All Star given he uh, started the the season healthy. Um, but granted, he's still averaging pretty much practically pretty much triple double, and he might finish the season with a triple double. But if he continues the, uh, down this road, playing the way that we've seen, attacking the basket more, and uh, being more really aggressive, and, we're, and we've seen Russell be be more. Um, we we've seen him um, slash more to the to the rim and really just be more explosive. So Ben, if we see Russell can continue this throughout the rest of the season after this All Star break, play and if he does, if Scott chooses to play him on a lot of these back to backs, um, why why wouldn't they? So if if he does play the majority of the back to backs, why wouldn't they be? in a position to, to make the playoffs. I think they would. I think they would. But that that's that's the question, right? If they're playing seven, like half the, half of their remaining games practically are back-to-back games, and Russ hasn't really played in any of those this season. So I don't, I don't imagine that he's just going to suddenly start playing in those games. Like it's going to get worse before it gets better for the Wizards in terms of like the difficulty in their schedule. Playing more back-to-backs, you still got a ton of road games to get to. I don't anticipate them throwing Russell in those back-to-backs. So they're still going to play shorthanded. It's a tough thing to catch up. I mean, we're, we're pretending as if the Wizards are were look. It's a COVID season. The Wizards were dealt the worst hand coronavirus wise. There's no doubt about it. Their schedule was screwed up, and now they're giving another bad hand with the second half of the season schedule. And this is whatever comes of the season. This is going to be a great learning point in the young players. How do you handle adversity in, in this time? Given that obviously going forward, they'll never have a season like this again in their careers. This is going to be a point of growth for this team. Whatever happens, I think um, you know there's a lot of good to come from this. But to answer your question, I guess without beating around the bush, I just, I'm just not sold yet. To be honest with you, I'm not sold that this team is the team that we saw over the last couple of weeks. I need more than five games because you know, we've we've had almost forty or almost you know, thirty games, and and they've been 
largely not great for those 30 games. So I need more than five games. Was that just a flash in the pan? Did they take advantage of a of a shaky Lakers team? You know what I mean? Like what is that? A, was that a fluke win? What, the, what about the other four games before? Listen, that? The, the Lakers may be on a four game win, lose streak, you know, and and they are, and they are down a superstar in Anthony Davis, but they still beat LeBron James in a, in a, no in a very capable uh, Lakers team. So I don't want to take all the credit away from the Wizards, right? I mean, no doubt, you know, no doubt. DC, we we can get every win that you know we can we we got to take every win that we, can, that, we, that we get. So and they've looked good during that time. There's no doubt, like you said, they they look good defensively. Um, some of the players who haven't contributed much have contributed. Um, Scott Brooks has finally stuck to a consistent starting five with Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner. And we've seen that make a legitimate difference. It might not always translate to the box score with those two, but the energy and stuff that they bring, the intangibles, uh, it always helps the Wizards play with energy. And, and kudos to Scott Brooks there. I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer. I'm just saying I need more of a sample size. Five games for me is not enough. I hear and you. We'll see. We have plenty to go going forward. 17 back-to-backs. Uh, you know, 40 games left. There's a lot of basketball left to be played. And I'm excited to get to that, Wizards fans. Um, look, first half for us covering this team for Lockdown Wizards. We're so grateful for you guys listening. Uh, so we've great. got a lot more Wizards basketball to cover. So much more Wizards basketball given this hectic schedule that we just covered. Anthony, you got anything else before we let these guys go? Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Ben, um, before I uh, really give the exit, want to make want to make clear you're calling no playoffs i think unfortunately the schedule really puts them in a bind and then again that's not their fault i think they'll play competitive basketball i think they'll show that they're better than the record indicates but the wizards got 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 some bad luck this season and, and, and it's a hard hole to climb out of and i don't think they'll make the playoffs this well guys still 40 something games left um i have faith Ben may not, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I'll, I will ride the optimistic train though. I still think the wizards have definitely a shot, but guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. We appreciate you. Just what, ben, just like what Ben said. Thank you so much for uh, rocking with us for the first half of the season. Uh, we love coming to you guys every week, Monday through Friday. So go subscribe to the show. If you already have not locked on wizards and the locked on podcast network, and yeah, guys, um, we will be back tomorrow and we'll be talking all about the uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, start the next win streak against um, the Denver Nuggets. So uh, we will be back at it again tomorrow with you guys. Thank you again for tuning in whenever and wherever you may be making this part of your day. And thanks, guys. Have a good one. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.